celebrate in our own way. It just goes to show, it just goes to show that as this country goes, that a few people can make decisions for the rest of us. Yeah. That's, that's super topical. Welcome to another episode of the Agile Uprising Podcast. Like, oh, ouch. <laughs> uh, on behalf of a former UK colony, uh, you know, hey, how, how bad could it really have turned out? I mean, in the long run. I'd like to say goodbye to about half of our audience that is now turning our podcast off. I was going to say, um, uh-oh. <laughs> they, they, know, they know how I, if they see my name on here, they know how oh, things yeah. are going to roll. Yeah. You know what you're signing up for. It's fine. I, I I'd like to state that this is this is Brad's doing. Brad's been wanting this podcast for a long time, and mm-hmm. he thought the best way to get some of us to show up is, hey, post barbecue on uh, on the uh, national holiday where you told UK to suck it um, is a good time for us to show. So, uh, Janae and decided I decided to show up. So, um, hi, Brad. Hi. Well, I, I, I guess, you know, it's, it's a very serious. We, we do so many serious podcasts that we need to add a more serious tone to everything. And really, sure. it's, you know, Agile, Marvel versus um, DC. Who wins? Who's the villains? Who's the superheroes? And uh, who comes out on top? Or do we actually throw other things in there like uh, we go The Watchmen? Because that's a nice bleak universe. Oh, like The Dark Horse and, and the... Uh... The Todd McFarlands of the world, like let's get Spawn involved, and you know, Spawn. So, wow. bring the boys into it. Let's do that. Oh, I, I could see Spawn being a scrum master, seriously, because he's well, come from the dark side. No, yeah, no, that's... No, 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 no. Oh man, he's a PMO VP. He's a PMO VP. If I ever saw one. <laughs> that was my question, though. Like, are we are we talking about the different heroes in the different universes and what they evoke? In the agile like landscape, or what do we think? Brad, why don't you explain? Yeah, yeah, you will help illuminate us all. So Brad's been wanting to do a comic book podcast for the longest time, and for the record, this could go seventeen thousand different directions in a multitude of yep. multiverses. So we do not need yep. Doctor Strange. Um, but Brad, why don't you break down the premise of of what we want to talk about? Okay, we've been arguing this whether. Agile as DC or Marvel for so long, because I know Mark Merm and I've been having this conversation for at least 12 months, probably two years, something like that. And um, we've gotten into it a few times, but I really want to know whether the Agile world is more like Marvel or whether it's more like DC. And I'm actually willing for this to go any direction. I, I am completely up for the movie universes versus the comic universes. I am happy to ascribe <laughs> villainy. I am, you know, who is the Mephisto in this world? I, I don't mind. Who's the Stephen, Stephen Strange? Well, I mean, clearly that's uh, Lef. Uh, not Lef, that, that'd that have to be uh, Troy, because he, he can go any which way and you just never know where he's going. But, um, no, no, no. Tro- you don't know whether Troy's actually in his physical or corporeal form at any point in time. So, I like that. That's why. Like, we really don't know. Can I, Brad? Can I just state right off the bat what I feel like is going to happen with our our listeners? I don't yes. think it's necessarily the case with you and Janae. I do think that 
most of the children that listen to us either were told that Marvel comics are better because they listen to a podcast with some hipsters in it that are like, no, 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 Marvel's way cooler because they get us better and all that. Or they they just grew up watching the Marvel movies and didn't remember that DC started all the Marvel comics movies and used to make Ooh, them better. Let, let, let's, let's save that for all I'm saying is that this conversation is already slanted against DC because most of these children wouldn't know a good comic book that slapped them in the face. Oh, see, I, I think it's slanted against DC it's because it's DC. I I think that see that that in of itself <laughs> If you use if you use a word to describe itself, did you really describe the word? Well, I mean, what, what's DC? DC is the world of gods and immortals that have some fatal flaw, but you know they're beyond us all. That that's what I think DC is. Uh, I would describe it different. I would describe it different. Only not not that you're far. I don't think you're far off. I would describe it as more of the word iconoclast is used a lot, meaning. They're not real cities. They're not real places. These are they're real situations, but they're not real people because the the original creators didn't feel like like the Bob Canes, the the Schusters of the world, right? Like they did not feel like um, they did not feel like you needed an actual city to they they were leaving reality like so i I don't think they left reality all that much because i mean if you're talking say gotham and metropolis it's new york city and brooklyn actually that's not true new jersey nope no most people would say that metropolis is chicago okay oh i didn't know metropolis is new york city well all right think about this right like smallville like is a small farm town is there? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, there's farm town outside of in in upstate New York, but for the most part, you're thinking small town, right? Like it's kind of people think Smallville's like Kansas, kind of a thing. People think that like Smallville is like a suburb of Metropolis, and that was never really the case. Okay, so if is Metropolis then? If we're going the agile and software world, is Metropolis in the software world, Silicon Valley? Sure. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. I don't know if you're right, but I don't think you're wrong. Yeah, and then then we have to say that um, Gotham City has to be Houston or Philly. Oh. I don't know if that's a slap in the face of Gotham City or not. I'm not sure who Gotham there. City to be. Yeah, there's a reason why Gotham City has been Chicago in so many of the movies previously. Fair enough. There is a reason. Yep. Um, in, in the, in the new Matt Reeves, Batman, the Batman, it was New York city. Um, almost a little like trying to be too much on the nose, New York city, like Gotham city gardens at a Madison square garden. Like, okay, we get it. You're in New York, dude. Like, cool. Thanks for throwing it in our face with the, the, the flat iron building, you know, like whatever. Um, I don't know. I, but see, but Marvel was this, oh, no, 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 We're real people in real cities, and I'm going to show you that. Exactly. Mostly because Stan Lee was in charge, and Stan Lee was a New Yorker, and he's like, I know New York City, and so I'm going to write what I know. All of this thing of like, well, Marvel's supposed to be this or supposed to be that, like, 
the writers just wrote what they knew, and Stanley just decided to say, "Hey, I'm going to do New York City." It okay, then, then is, it, it, isn't that perfectly agile then? Because um, you know the whole manifesto. I'm going to bring it back on topic. The whole manifesto sure. is actually, you know, programmers and people doing the work actually saying, look, we're going to write what we know and do what we're going to do. So DC can't be agile because it's, you know, fantasy land, whereas agile with, whereas, oh, I've struck a nerve. I can see the look on the face. No, trying no, to no, no, no. I'm about to have the ultimate comeback. DC can't <laughs> be, DC can't be agile because, or maybe DC is agile because, some of the original, like Action Comics number one, Detective Comics fifteen, they're considered religious texts, and the original creators are considered to be deities. Almost like we consider the Manifesto in its ridiculous, like semi half-formed state to be something that can never be changed, and it's always religious. And don't you dare say a thing about Bob Kane and Bill Finger, and how dare you do that? Like, no, they were just dudes. Writing work, also a bunch of white men creating things, um, which is the same thing of Marvel. So who gives a shit, right? Like, I, you know, like let's start. Let's just start throwing away a bunch of sacred cows while we're at it. Like, none of this is this this, this is this is nerd children becoming nerd adults wanting to out nerd each other, which is the exact thing that Agile is. So therefore, DC and Marvel are both DC. I rest my case. <laughs> Well, then I guess we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Brad, Brad, did you have have specific characters that you were like, hey, which one is the, like, which one is Thanos? Like, all right, let's throw out a fan. Let's like throw a big baddie. Thanos. Okay. So I'm going to give Snyder a call out here. He thought Thanos was safe. It was taking all the frameworks and get rid of half of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Snap of the fingers. The snapping. Huh. Is that is that is that your way of saying that people only follow about half of safe and say that they're safe? Because if that's the case, we could say the same thing about Scrum. We, we I, I, I think I think he was going that uh, they tried to take the best of everything and then got rid of a whole bunch of stuff and they've caught, you're correct. They yeah, we got a little just, bit of Wizgif, a little bit of flow, a little bit of Ryerson, a little bit of like Reinerson, right? Like we've got like. A little pieces of bits and everything. I get that. I, I get that. That uh, so. Yeah, all right, it's so it's Mumbo are, number five, Agile style. I don't know if that's a. Uh, I don't know if that's a slam on Lou Vega or not. Like I'm, I'm trying to. I decide. couldn't tell you. I couldn't. Tell I can't you, tell you. I'm a fan of his, but whatever. All right. So if Thanos is safe, what character would be Scrum? Oh, Scrum, Scrum, Scrum. And then we're doing you, Kanban right after that, Janae. So after Brad goes, you go for Kanban. Are you wanting a villain or any character? Or anybody, anybody. Like, there's no... Either you're a hero or you're an anti-hero. Thanos could be considered an anti-hero if you really felt like okay. arguing. Oh. You could say Scrum's okay. the Punisher because he gets things done and takes no prisoners. I, that, that can't, I, I can't fathom a, a further character from the, like... You killed my family. Now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like in the mo- like, do you remember the original one with uh, yeah. Thomas Jane? And he's yelling, Howard Saint! Like, come on. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know. I know a couple of scrum is masters. That, is that, that scary? In this, in this equation or Sutherland? 
God. Mm. What if they were? Uh, what if they were the Wonder Twins? And and oh, they're, they're like Wonder power. Twins activate, and then they say two things that are completely irrelevant, and they Oof. don't really necessarily get along, but they kind of get along. <laughs> They sort of do some good stuff. What, uh, I know, that's old school. I don't know. Form of an otter and shape of a weasel? Um, I'm not sure. Sure. Form of, yeah. It was always like, know. it was always like, form of pterodactyl and then like, shape of ice. Now we were joking. Uh, Janae, you look like you want to say something here. No, I was thinking it, we didn't answer the scrum question, right? I'm really thinking about that. I'm sure. I'm just thinking like Green Lantern, maybe. Like it's like you're you're normal, but then you're suddenly gifted with this super powerful ring that you think, and, and you can do whatever you can do whatever you want. So you've got this right. base to work from. Right. What about Doc Ock? Where you've actually got a really really good idea that's solid if it actually worked, but then it just gets so it's all the little oh, voices in the head corrupted. that co- totally corrupt it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's I think that, well, all right, so let me get a little existential for a question, or esoteric, one of the two. Brad, do Weird. you feel like, do you feel like half of the comic book villains meet that description as someone wanting to do good, right? So, Oc, you know, Octavius wanted sure. to do a good thing, was trying to do more. Right? Uh, I mean, uh, y- y- uh, yeah, Dr. F- or Mr. Freeze, right? Or... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sorry, I'm trying to draw back to Sinestro. Sinestro was a huge like I'm trying to do this to save my my planet and my family, like protect my people. And and then all of a sudden they get a little bit of power and they're like, but what if I save them and also are in charge of everything? <laughs> what cool. if that happened? Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> I, th- I think you could actually say most villains, not all, but a good number of villains aren't always out for themselves. It's some higher pe- higher thing that gets corrupted. I think that's why the Joker is unique because he just wants to uh, to quote uh, to quote um, um, Alfred in The Dark Knight is some some men just want to watch the world burn, right? So Which, basically, the Joker is connecting theory. Everything is chaos. I would I would argue that um, Agile Twitter and LinkedIn uh, Agile LinkedIn is what I would call the Joker because oh, man. Agreed. Mo- mo- most of most of you all on there just want to watch the world burn or or to be to just keep at it until everybody says you're right. Yeah, you're just on there to like Same poke thing. at people or or be proven exactly. Yeah, exactly. They just want to watch so the world burn. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you Scrum Master though. I reckon he's Spidey. Friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Little battles all the time. Always trying to do that little bit better. What if you're the... Okay, all right. Let me pose a... I don't think you're wrong. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. Uh, I think we're deifying, we're deifying Spider-Man a little too early in the podcast, but sure. Whatever. Oh, okay. Um, I'm sorry. That, listen, I've got a Batman tattoo right here that everybody thinks it looks like a porn mustache, so I don't have any room to talk about. <laughs> but, all right, look, tell no, wait, where is it? Where is it? I'm excited, my own. See, look, I told you. Yeah, you just need to add a hey, oh, wow. nose there. Yeah. I told you. I told you. Left makes fun. Left and Jay make fun of it all the time. Um. So, 
All right, so that's the glass half full version of the, of the Scrum Master. What about the, I'm used to being, I, I was a project manager, and for the record, there are still tons of project managers transitioning into being Scrum Masters or whatever weird hybrid yeah. name they've been told, right? Ton of people, ton of command and control trained people, no matter their age, right? No matter their age. Not coming from this sense of like, I'm just here around the corner, do my part. I'm oh, then that tiny stock. I don't want to go. I don't want to go into the space. I don't want to go into space. I don't want to go underneath. I'm not trying to like get super pa- like. I don't want anything more than what I have. Like what I have is bad enough. It's like the power I have is a responsibility. Like I don't want to do it. Like I get that. Ooh. I get the Spider-Man part of that. But what about <laughs> the bad. other half of like I'm doing this shit because I have to. X-Men. Oh, pick one. Which one? I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking like any of those people, they're mutants for whatever reason, and they're all resented by normal humans. Oh, then then you're really pushing into something like Beast, for instance. Beast and Wolverine are two of the people that I think of that that actively hate what they've been given. Right, Rogue. but Beast more than any, especially Beast in the the newest trilogy, the first class trilogy, right? Like hmm. you would think. Now, of course, here's the thing with comic books, right? Is that we've seen every iteration of Batman, Superman, Wolverine. Like we've seen the Wolverine where he's he's like, yeah, I'm happy, I'm gonna kill all you all, and then he's like, that I hate my life, I hate what I've become, I hate the whatever. You know what I mean, so it's it's hard to go off of like a specific comic book. Thank you, Canine, that just barked and the barked at us but the the interesting piece is we could find in the comics any version of it we want so for the most part i would bet you money would would you all agree that when we see a character they think of of the movie version of the character or oh, their favorite version of the movie character probably probably depends on how much I, I they've got. yeah although i love lore so for me i'm kind of hair down all sorts of odd paths that's the problem yeah. is i really love the lore of it so i can quite happily go through and oh for sure for yeah. sure yeah uh janae what's a what's a what's a comic character that we should equate to the agile world well you had asked about kanban right mm-hmm. and and i mean for, for maybe what seems like obvious reasons i went with aquaman Oh, see, I, I, I would say problematic is the scientist is coming on. Wait, you said, sorry, you, you broke up a little bit. You meant, you said Iron Fist? I said Iron yeah. Fist, yeah. So for those that are less versed, uh, I, I would say I kind of know who he is, but I'm I'm not the most Marvel. Yeah, I would appreciate an explanation. I, okay, yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. basically oh, in, in the yeah. Agile world, you could equate him to the Arrow, rich boy, being lost to come home. Uh, in the case of Iron Fist, he was training at some uh, Buddhist mon- monastery. He's been given the power of the Iron Fist where he can panel his chi through his fist into um, incredible powers and strength. Um, mm-hmm. But he's very much... A little bit tortured, a little bit of the flow of the moment, all about the moving of chi and side of things, and then comes in like a big hammer every now and then, uh, you know, the proverbial 
hammer looking for every nail or everything being a nail because it's a hammer. Oh, for combine? Yeah, it's, it's it's got the wonderful flow thing, but at, at the same time, you know, it sort of fixes everything. I think he's pointing out some like what you're saying, Brad, is that it's kind of like combine, but maybe not with like with the looking for a nail thing. I don't know that that's necessarily combine, right? Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I think that's Kanban applied sometimes. I don't think that's always Kanban, though. But the flow thing yeah. happens. Yeah, and, and I was thinking flow was, was my call out to Aquaman. Just like, you know, oh. honor and all that good stuff. But then I was also thinking of Daredevil. I'm a little conflicted. Mm. Daredevil. I Tell me more great. what you think. Well, I think Daredevil is a great character for and And I, I feel like I'm always really rooted in the Scrum Master Agile Coach perspective. And I feel like Daredevil is great for that. Or or even Jessica Jones. I don't know. Daredevil's kind of cool. You've got that uh, sixth sense thing going. You can't right. actually see what's going on, but you've got some little sense that's telling you that the shape of things going on over there. Like I'm thinking okay. about specifically when you're sitting in stand-up and, and you're kind of, you're because you're, you know, you're not really steeped in the technical details of things. And you're like, I don't kind of, know exactly what you're talking about but i'm getting a sense that something is up right i'm gonna i'm gonna ask some questions and try and pull this out so that's that was just kind of my thought i it, it didn't get to be fully baked because i'm I'm kind of all over the place in my head with it <laughs> <laughs> huh? so you um you when you started going down the the daredevil path it kind of got me got me thinking okay. um janae about um, kind of the blunt instrument part of mm-hmm. part of it because there is definitely a part of Matt Murdock that is just kind of like I've stopped thinking I'm just a machine and start doing so that which yeah. which led me straight to Clark Kent so so Brad and, and Janae right so in my mind like Clark Kent Superman right with Superman is his true form right like Clark Kent's mask right we we get that. Like, if I think of Superman, I think of, oh, you don't agree with me? I'm going to punch you in the face until you agree with me. Oh, you still don't agree with me? I'm going to continue to punch you in the face until you agree with me. You still don't agree with me? Oh, now you're shooting bullets at me? Well, now I'm going to keep punching you in the face. Still don't agree with me? Okay, well, I can do this all day, brother. Like, I got this, you know, like the the the, the Captain America line that he made in all the, the Marvel movies. I could do this all day, right? Like that's that's Clark every which way but loose. So I'm proposing that scenario. Which part of our Agile community would you say that that applies to? And this answer is really interesting for both of you. Oh, Janae, looks like she wants to say something. I'll go do it. I mean, are you... <clears throat> Let me... <laughs> are you talking about... I mean, my mind goes to leadership. Oh, okay. That's a that's a that's a very that's 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 you're you're slowly stepping your way towards there. So I I don't did think I, you're wrong. I feel like I jump right into it. <laughs> no, 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 Brad. Where did you go? Oh, it may be the coach, actually. Yeah. Bingo. What? Yeah. What? Yes. Hey, wait. Would you like to know the right answer? Or right, I'm going to give you the yeah. right answer, but you're still not doing it. 
here's the right answer. Wait, I thought I told you that this was the right answer. Why aren't you doing this? I'm going to write a LinkedIn post about how I told you this was the right answer and you're still not doing that. I'm going to go into Discord and say, so-and-so did this and I told them this was the right answer and they didn't do it. Why aren't they doing this? They're still not doing this. Why are they still not doing this? I told them this was the thing to do. Why are they not doing this? I spent a decade doing this and now my frustration is re peak level and to the, to the point where I realized, like, why was I saying it the whole time? Yes, agile coaches are fucking Superman. Okay, all right. I, I guess I, I, feel, I feel conflicted with that, though, because it's like, is that you being, you had said blunt instrument. Is that you being a blunt instrument or is that you being very persistent and, and dedicated? Okay, and, okay. Let, yes. let, me, let me soft paddle this a little bit. Not okay. every agile coach is a blunt instrument. I, I was I can like, say that. I feel attacked, Chris. Oh, no. If you'd like me to attack you, I'll just say, Janae, I'm going to attack you. Okay, thank I'm you. I'm not going to attack you in any way, shape, or form. I, so for the most part, I'm calling myself out, right? So for the record, if any of you are all like, Merman, you, you are, were, still, whatever, an Agile coach, like, are you talking about yourself? Yes, I was talking about me. There were times that I felt like it was my job to give the right answer and I'd give you the right answer. Why aren't you giving, why aren't you doing what I said? I just gave you the right answer. Why are you not doing the thing that I said was the right answer? And so I, I also know I'm not the only one. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm kind of punchy about this, but I also know that I'm not completely wrong. It's just a matter of like, how honest are we willing to be with advice? Maybe you weren't, maybe you weren't Superman and the blunt instrument with everything. Maybe it was, hey, when we, when we stepped out of frameworks and we got to talk about, you know, abstract concepts like flow or value, mm -hmm. then I was able to shine. But when I had to teach, you know, a, you know, a user story writing workshop or intros to agile, or I had to teach a framework course, and I'm just going to say a framework course because they're all a version of this is right and this is wrong and you have to pass this test to prove it. So I'm going to give you the right answers. So here's the right answers. Don't ever do anything except the right answers. That feels very blunt instrument to me. But what, mm. what, what do you think, Brad? Am I just yeah, going but, too far out in deep end? No, no, no. But I'm also wondering whether there's, uh, you know, the agile coach as the Hulk, you know, that, that very esoteric, very thoughtful individual that they just get pushed that little bit too far every now and then and fireworks and explode. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> Well, so I'm thinking that. of the version of the Hulk where the more you 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 kept shooting it with bullets and kept hitting it, the bigger and stronger that it got, and the more <laughs> angrier it got, and it just the the more you challenge the Hulk, the angrier and larger and more vicious that it got. Like I could go down that path, <laughs> but maybe maybe there's a different version of that that isn't so aggressive because in oh. my mind, I'm also thinking of. I'm thinking of that line, like, where he's like, what's your secret? And he's like, I'm always mad, right? And I'm butchering I'm it, angry, and I apologize yeah. to everybody that's listening. But, um, like, I, I don't know. Because I, I don't know that I'm, at least not right now in my career, am I like, this is the right thing to do. I'm always like, this is what I think is the right thing to do, but let's talk it out, right? And hmm. and 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 the more, like, slings and arrows that come my way... I am growing like bigger and like larger by the day, but it's, it's less 
like anger and frustration. It's more for, for me personally. And and I'm just going to turn this into like, <laughs> you know, a rainbows and, you know, um, sparkles kind of metaphor here. But uh, for me, that helps me grow as, as a coach, right? Like those I, things I'm, coming my way, I'm constantly turning them around in my brain. Would you say an elevated version of the coach is actually Wonder Woman? That's where I was going to go with it, Brad. And, and would, there's a, there's a couple of different things. There, there's a couple of reasons here. We're actually dodging bullets, not absorbing them. We're using our, uh, is it yeah. lasso of Hestia, the, the lasso of truth, you know, to ferret yeah. out what's actually going on. Um, we get ourselves in trouble, but we can often get ourselves back out of it. Yep. Although, you although the, the lightning out of there. Yeah. The, uh, everybody needs an invisible plane. I was trying to picture a version of the Incredible Hulk with uh, rainbows and glitter after after Janae did her, and I'm like, I kind of want to see that. That sounds kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I, that's just kind of where I was going with it because I was I was thinking too. I do. I mean, of course, I have days where I'm like wrong, like in my head. I'm I'm thinking that sure. when you know, but I definitely know. It's going to be more helpful for me to show up with more curiosity and openness to what I might learn from even a, a wrong, like, to be honest, like completely effed up situation and how, you know, that's going yeah. to help everybody involved, especially me. And this humanity in there as well. Traditionally, if you, if you think about it, uh, this, this shows... This shows many reasons why the comic book community is struggling in many ways, shapes, and forms, is that what Janae's describing is a more emotionally intelligent, you know, reasonable approach to a conflict, right? Like, so-and-so is attacking the galaxy, the globe, trying to rob a bank, whatever, there's there's two types of responses. There's the you bad smash, right, version yeah. that we described with Hulk and Superman. And then there's a little bit more nuanced of approach. Like you could you could say Wonder Woman, like you said. You could say Black Canary, you could say um um you could say I think Jessica Jones hits this as well. She she's Su an incredibly damaged. She's always brought an incredible amount of emotional intelligence. She's She's the one, along with Reed, that was always in the background going, what do we see here? Is this really the right yep. thing to do? I mean, like the perfect Agile coach is probably a combination of Reed Richards and Sue Storm, right? Ooh. In a way, maybe? I'm going to put that in my LinkedIn bio. I don't know. Brad, <laughs> is, that, is that fair? I actually think that – I think that's me. probably really fair. Like uh, Reed I Richards, although he, he does have his moments of tyranny throughout the – comics and whatnot but <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> but that's every superhero in, in well in incredibly intelligent men tend to get a little full of themselves and decide to have illusions of grandeur uh, i.e lex luther i would argue that there's very little difference between lex luther and reed richards uh except for maybe like one choice different but for the most part i would say they're the same person one just doesn't have superpowers <laughs> Lex Luthor could be the greatest hero of all time, despite the fact that he hates Superman for taking away his... Like, if there was no Superman, 
and Lex Luthor was just Lex Luthor, I don't think Lex Luthor becomes what we think of him as an evil person. I think that he saves humanity in many, many, many timelines and multiverses. It's just so he was like, why is this alien here? I don't like aliens. Uh, so is, he, is Lex Luthor the modern Donald Trump with some brains? I just was about to say, let's not let's not equate him to the orange Cheeto. Um, there, He did not make... I don't think he deserves it. I'm just the way that you were describing it. I, I, I know, I know. Uh, I, you feel no. dirty now, don't you? Unclean. Oh, I felt dirty years ago, but before we, I felt dirty like a half an hour before we started this podcast. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> so, um, yep. it's the Fourth of July, and I've been drinking. Um, the now that's that's so, the bumper. The here's the funny thing about comparing Agile to whatever comic book universe you want to do, right? Is that there are, from a perspective, there are the good side, or the good people. There are. The heroes and the villains. Usually a very, very fine line between the two. And I would argue in our community, the good guys versus the bad guys, it just depends on what side of the argument you're on. The reason why I brought up Superman and the blunt instrument thing uh, and you started it with Thanos, right? Like comic books is filled with these blunt instruments. That's like, ah, agile smash, right? Like that we see yeah. and it's not fun. It's not fun to kind of look at it in a nuanced way, but the fact that we don't have the ability to see Marvel versus DC, right? Or cause at the end of the day, I probably now read just as much Marvel as I do DC. I, I it, Marvel is still dumber than DC in my mind, and you won't convince me otherwise. Uh, they all copied. They copied everything that DC did, and they're like, "No, look, we're better because we're in New York City." No, fuck you, right? Like it's the exact same. Like, <laughs> like Green Arrow, Hawkeye, same character. Fuck off, right? So anyway, but 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 but. I will say this, that whichever side of the aisle you're on is the same thing with our work. And it just depends on what side you're on, whether you're the villain or the hero, right? Oh, sadly, that's such a gray space, but it's true. Yeah, I think it depends. I think on any given day, you could easily become, I mean, with one shitty conversation, you become a blunt instrument and you're like, ah. That is not what I wanted. That's not where I wanted this to go. I really, you know, I sent that in the exact wrong direction. <laughs> no, I got <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. And well, here's the cool part is when you realize it, right? I mean, I don't know, Brad. Brad, when's the last time you felt like you were a blunt instrument? <laughs> what last week? Um, <laughs> that's fine. I was. The timing doesn't matter. No, no, it, it definitely happens. It's always that uh, balancing act. And I, I think for the most part, most of us are just trying to get along and do the best we can. And we blunder right. and we make mistakes. I think it's with best of intentions that we do some of our greatest harm. Um, so, you know, the great responsibility line, it certainly sort of is true. Um, 
And, and we do. But at the same time, you know, it's sometimes those really good intentions that gets us into really bad places. Um, let's go X-Men. Magneto is originally, you know, he, besides for the whole um, genocide thing that he wants to do to all humans, um, he, he starts from a place of hurt. That, that's, yeah. that's the whole birthplace of everything he does. It's to, you know, grow the and protect the mutant kind. Unfortunately, he does infinite amounts of damage once he's, you know, reaches those peaks. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Professor X has easily done just as much damage over the years as Magneto, just in different ways. Yeah. yeah Superman I, I was created I, by two... Go ahead, go ahead, Janae. Well, I was just thinking, too, like, you already went existential, so my mind is there, but, like, it's the difference between starting out with this power and then letting it get out of control and wreaking a lot of havoc and sending people into you know, dark places, whatever they may be. I won't name any. I actually think Batman is one of the interesting points where this actually, in a weird way, reflects reality probably better. Like Batman is the cause of so many of the villains in Gotham City. At the same time, those same villains feed back and cause Batman to be who he is. You know, it's um, broken people creating more broken people. yeah, that's really interesting. But then I was just thinking about how the yeah. on the other end of the spectrum, it's like these these, and I'm thinking of X Men or like or even the Hulk, where it's like you have this power, you realize how important it is, you learn to control it, and you use that to protect people. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking about how that relates to some of what we do. Near, nearly every superhero coming of age, like the coming of age part of their story, is. I mean, I remember, I remember even the the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie of him saying like, "I honed my body up along the the heights of New York City," right? Like, they they realize they can't just even Superman at some point in time has to get trained. Like Batman, like for you know, check your comic books. Batman trains Superman on how to fight. You're like, why would he need to learn how to fight? He can punch through seven brick walls. At the exact same time, and then finish you off with. It's like mm, it's not about how strong you are, right? It's refining. But it, it, it's, it's also if you don't go through that journey, you you of self discovery, of training, of all the bit, you go from being say Superman to being Brightburn or the Boys. Yes. Yes. So there's yeah. a there's a there's a scary well. The more powerful you are, the scarier you can be. Hmm. Now that speaks to like, like say the, um, you know, all right, let's go to a recent one, like Wanda Maximoff in the newest Doctor Strange movie. Like, spoiler alert, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just saying, like, we get to see all of what Wanda Maximoff is truly capable of. For the record, during the House of M comic book series, Wanda Maximoff literally remakes the reality of the entire world. Just no, sits no more in a mutants. cave and goes, by the way, no more, yeah, no more mutants, right? No more humans, right? Like, And if that's a spoiler for anybody, I'm sorry. You, no, 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 I don't listen. That, that, that series came out 20 years ago. Who cares? Um, Brad, Brad, what was, I made a face. What was the thing that you said earlier that triggered me? Because, And I wanted to let Janae talk. 
but I didn't want to interrupt her. Oh, it was something. Batman reflecting real life hurt people, hurting people, yeah. creating yes. hurt people. You're, 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 Bradley, you're, 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 you're we're brothers, but th- what a simpleton you are to make that statement. Like, that's, that, <laughs> Batman, Batman is a hurt person that's not, hurt people don't hurt people. It's not how I would describe that. I, the actually the most recent Batman movie with the the Matt Reeves Batman shows it's not that he creates them he inspired them right so yep. there's a difference so Batman by doing what he believes is right which the city of Gotham was not capable of allowing good to be done through the law right mm. so you could say that Batman was the one of the original signers of the manifesto. In that, in that, I'm not deifying him. I'm not deifying him. So just get your pitchforks away. What I'm saying is, is that he saw that the law wasn't able to allow him to work within the confines of what we wanted. So he's basically like, I'm going to do it different, yo. And he decided to prowl around the city. For the record, if you haven't seen the Batman, it's a fucking It's actually a very good movie. It's a fantastic movie, but because he had to operate outside the law to get something done, well, you got a bunch of, shall we say, sanity challenged people uh, in the city of Gotham that mm-hmm. saw what he was doing. And there's this scene during the Batman where he and the Riddler are talking and after the Riddler is captured, and he's like, you inspired me. He's like, you showed me what was possible with a little bit of fear and some focused violence. He's like, you showed me what was possible. And he's like, oh, crap. I'm a part of this. Now, did he create it? No. I do not think that, like, only because Batman showed up did the villain show up. Like, that's ridiculous. But the fact that People were like, I see the way he's doing it, and I'm going to take that, and I'm going to use it for evil. That sounds like fun. And when you're a deranged person, i.e. a leader that's trying to keep their silo in check, and so I'm going to hire this agile coach to come and reinforce my hierarchy and my state of being. By the way, we're going to also use a framework, and I've already decided the framework, so I'm going to pay you to use a framework I've already decided and the rules I've already made up to help make things more successful. Yeah, sure. Like that's how Joker happens. <laughs> I mean, I will say actually, because when Brad made his initial like correlation, I was like, oh, that, that totally makes sense. You're taking it a level deeper. So I think that that's a really helpful explanation. And I think there's something really elegant there because I mean, as, as an agile coach or even as a scrum master, you have no organizational authority. You don't have any real power. I'm using air quotes. So you have to work. You kind of have to work in those interstitial spaces and figure out how to make it happen. And and you are supposed to inspire people to think maybe in a little bit of a rebellious nature, because even whether they're rebelling against themselves and the way things have always been done or the organization in which they work. I really like that. I dig that. I think yeah, that, Brad, what you, you, I, I you think had I, a couple I, of I, retorts, Brad. Uh, no, I don't have any retorts. I, I think there's a reasonable thing, but I think we come back to Spidey. 
the friendly neighborhood yeah. Spider-Man working in local conditions, uh, trying. And every time, every now and then, when somebody turns against Spidey, the populace come out and start throwing things at the villains um, of whatever yeah. story that happens to be. Um, he's like, so lovable. The, yeah. Well, he's an example of if you continue to like really truly fight for what you think is right, eventually New York City is going to start to be on your side. Which I forget which Spider-Man movie where they're like they're like throwing things at the villain, going "Leave Spider-Man alone! He's just trying to do his job." Like whatever. That's a terrible New York accent that I'm doing. Um, Can can I can I art can I ask what do you all which comic book character either universe do you think would make is the perfect product owner slash product? I've been wondering this the whole time. I, I don't know that I have anything off the top of my head. I don't um, know that I have an answer. I mean, what, what? I mean, like, you could have multiple personas. You could have one of them being the collector who just wants to have every single thing under the sun in the backlog. Um, but that's a, that's too easy a joke. Maybe um, the Illuminati should we should we should we just throw them out there as as a maybe? I just saw them. Well, we get back into the is Stephen Strange universe again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the Illuminati was present in a lot of Marvel stories. You know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I like. I, I know we focused on the Scrum Master and the Agile Coach and some of the leadership, but maybe the um, crazy developer, which we haven't mentioned, but, you know, I often think of them like the Tony Starks of the world who, you know, that... that just get off their own little world and they're, they're you know, completely dysfunctional, but that's what they're doing. But the product owner is, I, I personally have, it's one of those jobs that I, I can't do. I'm not very good at it. I, I've done it a few times. I'm not great at it. I have so much respect for them. I don't know that I want to put them in a comic book thing because they just do so much and they deal with so much they do. stuff. They're more someone like that, um, they're more like a Nick Fury than anything else. Someone that's a funnel, right? A funnel for all information. It's able to distill it down into this is what we got to do next, right? So Fury, Fury might be a decent one. I um, uh, the I was trying to think like, okay, well, there's someone that kind of wants things done a certain way. Martha Manhunter, if I'm going to go to Flash dev lead, maybe, you know, so I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if there's a DC version of a good, like, product. I mean, maybe, like, maybe one of the well, Guardians, like, like, the Green, of the Green Lantern universe, like, the, like, Gantt. Yeah. Maybe, what about, like, maybe. Agent Colson? Sure. Sure, because he's know. not in charge, like, charge. He's, but he's collecting the thoughts of everybody else and then distilling. Because you would think Fury's like Fury's like the Fury's like the 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 VP or SVP of product, and and Coulson's more like the product owner. And then Coulson's just like getting shit done, taking care of everything. He remembers all the details. Like, and he's so good. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with Coulson. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I would say for DC, it would be probably any, anybody associated with the Green Lantern universe that's been around for a long time, like, you know, Ganthet or, you know, anybody but Hal Jordan, because that chauvinist can suck one big time. Uh, not, a, not a Hal Jordan fan. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm not a Plastic happen. Man fan either. That's a, that's another one off my plate. <laughs> well, he was deviant. He's got some. He's got. If you had those powers, you'd be a little dark in your own way, shape, or form. Um, or Jarvis. What about Jarvis? Okay. Ooh, ooh. Here's the cool part about Jarvis is that he there. There's no emotion to it whatsoever. It's more like I don't care about your feelings. Nope. Just do this next. Yep. Yep. Oh, that, that that could be a process BA though. Gets thrown I the mean, list. I mean, what's and... the difference? I mean, is yeah. there a difference? Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. I, I I could be argued. I could be argued either way. I'm just saying. Is there? Is there? Oh. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder. The older I get and the longer I do this, the more I'm like, why is this scrum master in a project? Or why project manager? Why are they that different? Are they really that different? How different are they? Are you sure they're that different? Anyway, uh, we don't have to have the argument. That's a that's another Merman's been drinking late conversation. What that's about? Right. Let's what have about two more Dev, drinks to record about, that podcast next. Yes, <laughs> I think and I'm, need, and I'm staying on. Yeah, we just need yeah. to recruit another twenty people to like. All right, Merman, like just let us have it. Um, what about dev, what about dev leads, QA leads? Do we have thoughts about either of those roles? I, I think the modern uh, Tony Stark, as portrayed in the movies, is kind of like your dev lead, dev, dev lead, and pulling everything together and doing weird technical magic. He is the architect. He is the architect we've always wanted, right? Yep. Yeah, I would say him. I was thinking him for QA lead, but dev lead. Yeah, just like. Perfection, like oh, it, Ben is a QA lead. Yeah. Mm, so, all right. Here's here's my argument for Batman. So Batman's like, this is right. Batman's everybody. Hold, hold on, hold on. Actually, I didn't suggest Batman for anything. You're the one that suggested Batman for things. Batman is a good QA lead because he's like, this is right and this is wrong. I've thought of all the scenarios where this is right and all the scenarios where this is wrong. I've got case files for the all the things that need to happen this way. And if you do this, I've got all the things that happen that way. I've documented them. I've got terabytes of information. Also, I've got some kryptonite back there if you get a little lippy with me, Bruce or Clark. <laughs> right? So like. So I think he actually makes a better QA lead than anybody else because he's like, I say what's right. I say it. Is that, is that fair, Brad? Oh, yeah, I mean, there's, he does insert uh, kryptonite into Superman's brain at one point. Um, <laughs> yes, he does. He's got multiple types of kryptonite. Yeah. I'm so torn on that. You know I'm torn on this. I want to say yes, but I'm not sure that I, I can. There, there, can we can we agree that there are multiple characters? Like, so like the the ubiquitous characters of like Spider Man, Iron Man, Batman, uh, Wonder Woman, whatever, Wonder Woman, Hulk. Like characters could probably fill many roles. And sure. probably, depending on which comic books you've read, they'd probably fit. Is yes. that fair? I, I think yeah. that's fair. I agree. Yep. I have no idea how to end are. a podcast of this type. I, 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 I don't either. I think we're coming on, up on time. I think we have to do things like mention the discourse, <laughs> uh, Discord server, like come and join us there. 
uh, support us All on right, Patreon right. so we can have more of these crazy conversations. Yeah, please. Uh, so our, our our Discord link is in the is in the notes. Please join us on Discord. Trust me, we talk about crazier shit than this on a daily yeah. basis. Um, the the fact that it's taken, I would say, the fact that Brad said we've been talking about this for a year and it's, it's taken us that long least. to get it scheduled just shows how much we talk about this stuff. So. Um, we also, I will say that we've started giving out uh, quarterly pieces of swag for our Patreon subscribers. So um, I don't want to, I don't want to like say like we, we've got some cool ideas of stuff that's coming up. If Jay Hirschko was here, he would have a way more professional way of describing this. And we didn't invite him because he'd get a little too Unabomberish with his with his thoughts. And, uh, frankly, you know, he's got a manifesto for all of this stuff on his website, uh, jaysmanifesto.org. So just check those out there. What I will say is that please donate. We don't use this money to pay ourselves. We use this to invest back in the community with cool swag and cool tech and cool fun ways to connect. We're going to try to get a, um, a meeting together in Nashville for Agile 22, uh, for other conferences coming up, we're trying to get um, a conference together in Dallas later this year for us all to get together and discuss the ways that we've fucked up before in our lives. Um, Brad, as a closer, what is your favorite character from an Agile community standpoint? And then Janelle, you, and then I'll end. I have to say Tony, uh, not Tony Stark. I was actually thinking Doctor Strange is up there he's thinking a million miles ahead he replays scenarios over and over to find the right one always iterating always learning always something new and yes he can go down some very very dark paths if he's not too careful yes that's, yes he does yes he does janae what about your favorite character from an agile community perspective that's a good question i i think I mean, I'm going to go with Wonder Woman because I feel like I have to represent here, you know? Um, kind of riffing on what Brad had said, um, despite the fact that she is descended from gods, she's incredibly powerful, but I think that she um, she's smart about the way that she engages with that power. She's not... I, I mean, I, I do... I, I'm sure that there are examples of her becoming a blunt instrument, but I think that she's very elegant and intelligent about the way that she chooses to use her power. And I think that that's important. So from coming from a coaching perspective. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 she, she's a great choice. I, mm. I think that she's again, one of those um, all encompassing characters. It's, it's, she fits many, she fits many, many plots for lack of a better she way does. to put it. Many scenarios. Um, I, I'm going to throw out a random idea of uh, Dick Grayson. And I'm, and here's why. Here's why. Not because I have a Batman tattoo, but I will say this. So Dick Grayson was the very first Robin. He was raised in the ways of being Batman. And then he reached a certain point in time of adulthood. And he was like, peace him out, Bruce and said, I'm going to live my own life. I'm going to be the hero that I want to be. And I think that your rules are not completely evil, but I don't think you're completely right. 
and I'm going to find my own path. And I feel like that character encompasses the type of community that I would love to be a part of from now on because we have heard the rights and the wrongs. We've heard the don't do this and the do this. And COVID happened and none of us work in offices or like not all of us work in offices anymore. We're trying to figure out a different way to do this. And I feel like we take an approach of Dick Grayson. We might be in a better way. I don't know that that's the best note to end on, but damn it, that's what we'll try. Um, Brad, thanks for not letting me forget this podcast. I, this, <laughs> this went really well. I, I think this went pretty it was well. Quite I don't, pretty fun. There were there were no side swipes. That nobody cried. I didn't threaten any of your children's lives. No. Uh, Janae did not have to referee, which she I'm pretty sure she thought she had to. So I wasn't um, sure. Yeah, Brad, you're a, you're a human being. That is true. Keep, keep it up, please. <laughs> yeah, keep being a human being. <laughs> That's a low bar, but you know I I can work on it. I can. Uh, this is on behalf of Brad, Janae, Merm, the Angela Uprising Podcast. Signing off. Thank you. Ciao.